Nice. And so did you have the Kahlua pork pizza and the Mai Tai? Do you even have to ask? Everybody, just a quick note from us before we dive into the bonus content for tonight. This bonus content was recorded with our guest from last week, Jonathan, about his trip to Elani pre-cruise, pre-his Hawaii sailing. And just wanted to flag that we recorded this some time ago, so some additional things have changed at Elani. Most notably, you'll hear us talking about Ama Ama during the show, and Disney has announced that Ama Ama will be reopening in the near future. And so just wanted to put that note up front. So as you hear us talk about Alani, there may be some discussion of some things that have changed slightly since we even talked to Jonathan last time. So be sure to check out the Alani website and uh, Disney's information before you head over there to see what is available, what is open, because things are changing constantly. With that, on to the show. Welcome back, everybody. This week's bonus episode of the DCL Duo podcast. And we are continuing our discussion with our wonderful guest, Jonathan, who recently sailed on the Disney Wonders from Hawaii to Vancouver. But beforehand, he stayed at Aulani. And so Sam and I just wanted to chat with Jonathan about all things Aulani. Lots of things have been changing at the resort recently. Just thought we'd catch up with him about what is going on at Aulani these days. So welcome back, Jonathan. Thanks for joining us. Of course. Thanks for having me on again. Yeah, thanks for being our resident personal Aulani expert whenever we have a question about Aulani. <laughs> well, hey, hey, we get we get lots of advice from lots of people about Aulani, including got a listener, Chris, who 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 helps us out there. And we've got uh, Steve Creasy, who flies there, it seems like, every other week. And so yes. <laughs> uh, lots of tips coming in, but we do appreciate all the tips that Jonathan has given us over time as well. And the pictures from the, and the pictures from the luau, uh, the food from the the bento box pictures that are actually on. On our uh, website are Jonathan's pictures. Credit Aww. to Jonathan. So, <laughs> Thank you. Because <laughs> I forgot to take pictures of the bento box. <laughs> yes, yes. Sam is just the on-air talent. I'm trying to get her more into the production <laughs> side of things. Uh, there's an opportunity for an intern. Um, so, Jonathan, how many nights were you at Elani before you went on your cruise? We were there the third, the fourth, and the fifth. So three nights. DVC side or hotel side? We were on the DVC side. We booked a- an Ocean View studio. Nice. 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 Nicely done. Yes. We were a big fan of the one bedroom Ocean Views there for sure. So, yeah. And was it just your your wife and you or were your friends that you sailed with? Were they at Alani as well? They were at Alani as well. A couple of them had arrived a day before. They had arrived on Monday versus Tuesday. The um, Yeah. Everybody just kind of, each couple had their own uh, studio. Nice. Perfect. Let's just talk first about what's different, I think, from the last time that you were at Aulani to now, meaning what 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 is open that wasn't open and what are the sort of the changes that have happened? Sure. So everything that was open when we stayed there in June of 2021 was still open. So unfortunately, no Ama Ama and Makahiki was still the the three course prefix, whether you went for breakfast or dinner, they had not yet brought back the buffet. I hear they're not bringing back the buffet, actually. That is very, very possible. And I, I think we kind of heard some some uh, whispers that, that, that it probably wouldn't be returning. Yeah. Okay, let me just say, we do hear rumors that Ama Ama may be reopening sometime in the near future. That would be fantastic. We, uh, the one and only time we ate there, it was, it was a really good experience. And, you know, we ate dinner 
Uh, we were able to see the sunset as we were eating. It was absolutely uh, stunning. And I can't wait to, to go back to Alani when, when Ama Ama reopens, fingers crossed, and, and do it again. Yeah, Alani is in desperate need of more restaurant. I'll just say that because, um, you know, we've eaten at Makahiki. What's the uh, the sushi happy hour Ole- spot? The Olelo room. The Ole- uh-huh. We've eaten at the Olelo, Olelo room. room. But, but we love going next door now to Mina's Fish House. And I'd love to have like a dining room of that quality at Elwani because I think it's just, it's, it's just needed at a resort of that caliber. Uh, they need to have that kind of dining experience. It's kind of a missed opportunity every day that it goes not just sitting there un- unused. So where, where did you and your friends eat, Jonathan? So uh, it sounds like Makahiki. Uh, did. did you, did you check out Four Seasons or did you head across the street over to, uh, why am I blanking on the name of it? Um, Monkey Pod. Monkey Pod. That's right. <laughs> uh, that was the very first meal that we had as soon as we got to the, the <laughs> resort area. We, uh, I had booked a, a, a reservation 60 days out and that was, you know, once I, once we had gotten the rental car and, and gotten everything dropped off at the resort, we were able to, uh, walk over across the street and, and we were just able to make the, the happy hour specials, I think, with uh, 20 minutes to spare. Nice. And so did you have the Kahlua pork pizza and the Mai Tai? Do you even have to ask? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love I, I, it. I dream about that pizza. <laughs> no, me too. I do. And it's funny because Sam I, dreams about Kahlua pork because every place we go in Hawaii that has Kahlua pork, she's she's scratching her head going, should I get the Kahlua pork? And I'm like, you just get all the Kahlua pork everywhere we go. <laughs> well, actually, so, well, the one the Kahlua pork that I had that I didn't like was at Makahiki. I had a Kahlua pork omelet and it was the, the quality of the Kahlua pork wasn't that good. And it was just too much pork in the middle of an omelet. So just a, a warning out there. You know, I find that a lot with Elani actually is that the stuff that they're doing that's Hawaiian is just not quite as good as the other places you can get it. Like I find that especially with the shave ice, for instance. Like Yeah, oh yeah. Except the luau. The luau is very the luau is very well done, I think, the food. But yeah. And I think a lot of it just becomes a balance of they want to be they want the food to be more accessible, I guess. Right. Right. You know, for for the average person, I I think people, you know, just like when you go to any restaurant on Disney property, you're going to get French inspired foods at Epcot. But it's not going to be like you're sitting at a cafe in France. It's going to be more accessible to the general public. But can we just all agree that maybe they should uh, outsource the vending for the shave ice to Masamoto's? Just let them take over the concession there and let's bring Leonard's on site. Let's just get a Leonard's truck right on site. <laughs> and you need to drive, you know, 20 minutes to get Malasadas. Let's just get Leonard's on site in the parking garage. All right. Like, come on, Alani, make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why would you need to go anywhere else if that was the case? If they, if they had those two things on site, I'd be at Alani 100% of the time. So there you go. Well, I'm curious, Jonathan, um, how full did the resort seem to you? I mean, now they've lifted restrictions in Mm -hmm. Hawaii. They lifted them, you know, as you noted, back in March on the main show. You know, lots more people probably traveling over to Hawaii. Did the resort feel hopping and full again? No, actually, it was really very strange. I was I was expecting to there to be a lot more people just because I knew there were, you know, several people on the cruise that were doing a uh, pre-cruise stay at Alani. It was actually much busier when we went June of last year. And and I'll give you a prime example of how empty it felt. At 10 o'clock, there were still plenty of chairs by the pool areas. It, you might have had to go to the uh, to the kids area or to one, you know, the area by the infinity pool. 
But there was never an opportunity where we couldn't get uh, a chair, no matter what time of day we we went to the pool area. The lobbies felt crowded, but the the, the pool in the Lazy River area just felt empty. It was kind of strange compared to what we were used to on, on our two previous trips. Yeah, we, we did not have an easy time getting pool chairs uh, on our trip, so uh, <laughs> two trips. So yeah, that's interesting. Well, we need to take a quick pause in the action here to thank our amazing show sponsors over at My Path Unwinding Travel. You know, Sam and I have gotten to know the agents over at My Path Unwinding Travel over time, and they are just so knowledgeable, so wonderful, so responsive, so welcoming. They have a great set of communities built on Facebook where they answer people's questions. We know that if you decide to book your next vacation with My Path Unwinding Travel, you will have a wonderful, wonderful experience. So if you are looking to book your next fabulous Disney Cruise Line vacation and adventure, by Disney Vacation, maybe you've been eyeing an all-inclusive resort vacation, head over to www.mypathunwinding.com slash DCLduo to book your next fabulous vacation. We know you'll have a fantastic experience. And with that, back to our episode. What else did you do in and around the resort, Jonathan? Any, any other big changes that you noticed? I mean, of course, you know, with with a lot of the COVID restrictions lifted, uh, there were, you know, no need for masks in the resort or in the outdoor areas. Um, I mean, we saw people wearing them, but it was definitely more uncommon to see uh, people masking up than it was to see uh, people going around maskless. So a lot of the a lot of the staff, it was, you know, a lot of the CMs, of course, it was a choice, you know, if they wanted to wear a mask, they could. So it was kind of a 50 50. It felt kind it it felt somewhere in between the very restrictive nature whenever we went in june of 2021 versus you know and, and compared to uh pre-covid when we were there in 2019 it was it was somewhere in the middle as far as what was available you know of course aunties wasn't available uh when we were there which of course you know which that is now reopening very soon if it's not already reopened I think it's reopened now. I think it has reopened at this point. Yeah, I think it was at the end of last month, wasn't it? Yeah, it's it's reopened now. There, it is um, reservations like it was before, but there are different hours. I think it's shorter hours than it had previously, and they have some family activities there. I think in the evening, so I think it's a little bit different format. Oh, and the age the age uh, requirements are different. I think it used to be three and up, and now it is five and up, which I presume that it is uh, aligned with who can. And actually be vaccinated, right? So, because the under five crowd can't be vaccinated yet, so um, it so it may change. I wouldn't be surprised if if the operations with aunties change over the next, um, you know, year or so, depending on what's going on with COVID vaccinations and capacity and things like that. You know, we didn't ask you on your main show, Jonathan, on your Hawaii cruise. Did you see a lot of kids on board? Very, very few. I think there were maybe 20, no, no more than 50 kids, maybe closer to 25, 30. Yeah. Well, school was still in session for, you know, for the majority of your cruise. Most places around the country, school is still in session for most of the beginning of May, at least the first half of May. And so that would have been kind of difficult uh, to pull somebody out of school for their last month. So maybe people who are homeschooling or I'm sure there are some people who just pulled their kids out or they're preschoolers, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> and at Alani, were, I, were there lots of kids there? Uh, there were definitely more kids at Alani than there were on the ship, but not. I wouldn't say, I mean, not not overwhelming amount, uh, maybe maybe 100 kids total. It was, you know, it seemed very, very, you know, adult heavy. Well, Jonathan, any other big highlights or changes for your time at Alani that you wanted to be sure to let folks know? 
nothing that we did this trip. I mean, we only had three days, of course, but we we kind of we spent a lot more time at the resort than we did out and about. Just because one, we've done it two times already, and uh, you know, once you've seen, you know, once you've been to Pearl Harbor or once you've been to the Dole Plantation, do you really need, you know? For two different reasons, do you really need to go back to either? It's, you know, of course, Pearl Harbor is a, a somber, you know, uh, deeply inner, you know, reflective experience where, and the Dole Plantation is just commercialism. <laughs> well, and, and I mean, if you're going with kids too, I would say Dole Plantation, easy choice. Head over to the North, you know, go to Dole Plantation, keep going out to the North Shore too. I think there's some great spots over there. You can head up Masamoto's that we mentioned earlier. Pearl Harbor's tougher with young kids, I would say. I mean, it's, you know, I, I think it's uh, the, going to the Memorial, the Arizona Memorial, I think would be tough with kids. Um, yeah. Certainly there are kids out there who can do it, but it's not like, for instance, uh, we took Nathan on the aircraft carrier in San Diego, mm-hmm. the USS Midway. You know, that's that's a fine tour for him. But like, you know, taking somebody out to the Arizona Memorial and, you know, an eight-year-old kid, I think that's going to be a hard one. So um, one, one last question I have, which is besides Monkey Pod, what was the best meal you had while in Oahu? So we, the one place that we try, you know, that we've gone to every time that we've visited Lonnie is it's called Koa Pancake House. Uh, it is not too far away from the resort in that Kapolei area. It's uh, it, it's a, a breakfast and lunch place. They have every kind of pancake and French toast and crepe that you can imagine. They have uh, Hawaiian favorites like Loco Moco. Uh, spam fried rice. They have the the French toast is made with uh, the Hawaiian sweet bread. So it's, I mean, it's amazing. And and the portion sizes. If you leave there hungry, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> nice, nice, but nice. It's and it's relatively inexpensive. I think average entree cost was ten to twelve dollars, which for Hawaii is not bad at all. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not terrible at all. Well, so we made it a point to go there again. <laughs> Sounds yummy. It's it's actually it's delicious. It's and it's it's just a small spot. It gets sometimes it gets very very busy, but a, a lot of locals go there. It's not something that's a, a tourist attraction. You know, it's it it's busy, but it's like you can tell that the the people that go there frequently are regulars. So I kind of enjoy it for that the, that aspect that it feels more like. Like I'm less like a tourist and more like uh, you know a resident. Yeah, that Capilla area has a lot of spots I think you can explore. Uh, there's some spots that we've we've looked at many times and have not made it to because we stay over in the resort area at Alani. But I think we'll we'll have to start branching out the next time we go. Although we've got so many good favorites that we love to go to, so <laughs> kind of hard, kind of hard. But anyway, that's right. That uh, another meal that we had. Uh, I think I had told Sam uh, it, it's it's a chain in in Hawaii. It's called Zippies. It's uh, they have Hawaiian favorites and they have a bakery on site where if you want, uh, they have all kinds of cool cakes and cookies and donuts and pastries and and stuff. But it was really good. And we had, uh, you know, there were, of course, there were the six of us. This server that we had has had maybe been there a week. And she took such amazing care of us. It was it was incredible. Like she she was just she was telling us just stories of the people that she's in her you know that uh, like her family. She you know she's just because we were the only ones in the restaurant at the time. It felt weird, but you know we had her pretty much we had her undivided attention. So she she took great care of us, um, and the food was excellent. So definitely, if next time you go back to Alani uh, and you have a rental car, 
uh, look for zippies. There's one not too far from uh, Alani, if I remember correctly. We are adding it to our list of, of great recommendations that we've gotten from you over time, Jonathan. So thank you so much for sharing a little bit extra with us about your trip to Alani. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks again for, for bringing me on for the three-peat. I appreciate it. If you want to hear more from Jonathan, check out Captain's Logs and Lightsabers, his podcast with that he co-hosts with a friend all about Star Trek and Star Wars. So, yep, we will link to it in our show notes. Much appreciated. Thank you guys so much. As always, thank you so much out there for listening to our bonus show this week. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast so you can keep getting great content from the DCL Duo each week. Please also head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us those five-star reviews. And if you leave us a written review, we will read it on the air in our main show each and every week. We love connecting with you, our listeners, and hearing your feedback. So head over there, leave us a review. If you'd like to send us a question or be a guest on the show, please email us at dclduo at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media at dclduo. You can also connect with our show via our voice line. If you'd like to send us a question, a comment, or otherwise have us address your feedback on the air, then just leave us a message at 402-413-5590. That's 402-413-5590. If you'd like even more great content from the DCL Duo, you can always browse to youtube.com slash DCL Duo for our vlog. If you'd like to help support the show, you can always browse to patreon.com slash DCL Duo and choose from one of our monthly support tiers. We really do appreciate each and every one of our Patreons out there for making this show happen each and every month. We also really appreciate our amazing show sponsor, My Path Unwinding Travel. So if you're looking to book your next fabulous Disney vacation, head over to www.mypathunwinding.com slash DCL Duo to book your next fabulous vacation. Use that link so they know the DCL Duo sent you. The DCL Duo podcast is not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Disney Company, or the Disney family of theme parks. The views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of Disney Cruise Line or the Disney Company. If you have questions about a Disney cruise or a Disney vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with the DCL Duo. Good night. Good night.